to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stream and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 319 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. And here we are, 30 minutes of randomness, technology and life brought to you from Hamilton, number one lifestyle podcast here in the Tron. What else do we need to tell people? Oh, damn, that is really good. Number one lifestyle podcast here in the Tron. I love that. That's right. That's the first time I think you've ever said it. It might be the last. <laughs> it might be the last. No, that's awesome. Hello, that's awesome. you sexy listeners. Yes. Hello, welcome. all of you. Um, and speaking of sexy listeners, we got the uh, affirmative from um, Adam that he would like to hang out for a week in the lighthouse watching movies. So, so uh, next time that opportunity comes up, Adam, we will let you know as soon as possible. You can get your application. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm okay. sure something happened this week, but I can't think what it was. Like personally, like I thought I was going to tell you something, but uh, it's gone out the window. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, There's a whole bunch of stuff on this list anyway. There are a lot of things on the list. Okay, we'll start with sad stuff. Oh, sad. I know what. Captain Tom Moore. Yes. Yes, he died this week uh, from COVID at age 100. I just, I yeah. So he's the guy that raised a ton of money for walking around his house. Yeah, so he said he'd do 100 laps of his house or 100 laps of his yard or whatever it was because for his 100th birthday to say um, to raise money for the NHS. That's right. Because he just had a, a sh- hip operation or a shot, uh, yeah, some sort of Probably operation. Help. Yeah. So um, he did this thing and, and you know, Facebooked it live or whatever, I don't know, and ended up make, raising a huge amount of money, wasn't it? Oh, a couple millions. of millions of pounds or something. No, like 50, 60 or something. It was millions. It was heaps. Yeah. Tens so, of millions. So he did well. And then he got, on his birthday, he got a flyby by the RAF. He got uh, a... a like a an honorary well, he got promotion. A knighthood, didn't he? Yeah, he got an honorary yeah. promotion, and then he got a oh. knighthood. Like all these things stacked I, up one I on the other. I saw that he had pneumonia or something, and they couldn't give him something. Uh, they couldn't give him the COVID vaccine because he wouldn't be able to deal with it. Yeah, he was old. Like you know, whatever the case is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I know. Good um, on him though. But yeah, I mean, and I, and it sounds like his family was all around him. I think uh, yeah. in the story, all of them except for one. One was on an iPad. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, That's the way to do it. They, they didn't want to get COVID. <laughs> I think I think they were out of the country. Yeah, probably. Okay. More likely. So, um, but yeah, I I've got a lot of stuff here from the US. So, do you want me to go in and and deal with that? Uh, I don't, I don't know. It, it, I, I think this is this is when we need live audience, and we can go. What do you want? Do you want like some? Well, you're my stuff? live audience, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, so, okay, so give me one, and then we'll go into something else for a little bit. Trump's lawyers are ace. Have you, so uh, five li- the five li- lawyers left Trump's defense team um, because they didn't want to argue in court that election was stolen as Trump requested. So this is a week out. So that was a week ago now. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, oh, over okay. a week ago. Um, so they're just like, no, and, and we're out. And further reporting from Axios claims that another factor that the five left was that Trump didn't want to pay them. Which, you know, I get that. That's no- well, that's, that's, norm- that's normal for him. That's normal for Trump. So his new, new defence team, This is, and I wrote this a week ago, so the first day was today, so I'm going to talk a bit about today as well. But his new defence team, this is, you know, they came in uh, three days beforehand or four days beforehand, yeah. put through a 14-page brief 
including including multiple misspellings and typos, including on the first line of the brief, they misspelled the United States. <laughs> has he outsourced this to India? He has outsourced this to uh, some Fiverr deal. Um, and, and, and he's real catty in it because he doesn't call Biden... Um, president. The, f- the former president... Um, he, he, no, sorry, he doesn't refer to Trump as the former president. He refers to him as the 45th president. Nice. And then, nice. And I like then that. they refer to Biden as uh, former vice president Biden. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so that's pretty harsh. Today was, they, they've just finished the day one of the trial yes, right now, as, we're, so. as we're recording this. Okay. And um, yeah, so they didn't fix the United States spellings in there. So you the get the you still, get the gist. Still, okay, you still get the gist. Wrong. The name of the country, um, and the apparently it was a hot mess. So the I uh, find that hard uh, to believe. The uh, the D- Democrats guy that was doing it, though I think it was a couple of lawyers. They showed a video. It was very uh, impactful. Then there was quite a moving story from one of the congressmen or something or other who was okay. there on the day and he had his daughters with him and yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, so that was really, really strong and it panicked for the defense team. So they switched up their order and they got the guy that was going to be later to talk first, but he didn't know what he was talking about. And he just Butchered waffled. Oh, he, he talked yeah. about all sorts of nothing. And it, people were like, uh, uh, what's the point? We're like, what are you talking about? Like, really bad and then the next guy was a little bit better so um all in all uh yeah but that's that's the thing though that they are the most incompetent defense team and trump will still get off because they don't need a defense team they just have votes so Uh, it all makes no sense uh do you know who's really good south african government chris oh okay more government south african government what's up with them so, uh, you probably, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but Adobe officially stopped supporting Flash. Yes, I actually uninstalled it yesterday. At the end of uh, last year. Is yeah, when it yeah. Finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did the un- uh, uninstalled it. And yesterday. if you're still running it, there's obviously a detriment to users and their security. Adobe started blocking Flash content from playing inside the app starting January the 12th and all this sort of stuff. And uh, with the help of something called a time bomb mechanism, uh, whatever that means. And so that's all good. But there's a, uh, the South African Revenue Services, also known as SARS, just a happy coincidence there. <laughs> so that's I- our IRD. As far as I understand yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Right, They've yeah. got a website and it's heavily flash based. <laughs> <laughs> right? So. Uh, Instead of having three and a half years to fix it, they didn't choose to port Flash widgets to basic HTML and JavaScript forms. And apparently any web developer would be able to do that in a trivial manner. It's so easy. They've decided to take one of the most mind-blowing decisions in the history of bad IT decisions and release its own web browser. What? That- <laughs> <laughs> it's the SARS browser. Oh no, you're gonna catch something. <laughs> it's a no, but but uh, I think it only it, it, this web browser will only work on the SARS website. Yeah, it's effectively that's an app for a computer. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. You know, like that's that's uh, just an app. It's only available for Windows users. Nobody else. Stuff the rest of them. And uh, it's the only way you could be able to access their website, apparently. So, good on you, buddies. 
God, if their tax revenues go down, what a shame. What a shame. Oh, my God, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, we like talking about discoveries here, and they've discovered the smallest reptile on Earth has been discovered in Madagascar, apparently. Okay. Uh, I, uh, how small is this? 13.5 millimetres long. Okay. It's a little tiny chameleon. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's uh, very cute. It's on the tip of, on, on a fingertip. Uh, yeah, so it's amazing what they find. I think, yeah, I don't know. The length from its top of its tail, uh, the whole length is 22 millimetres. Uh, the female is slightly bigger. And, uh, yeah, some weird subspecies. Uh, mites is what they eat. Mites. Uh, okay. And they find them at night in the blades of grass. Uh, it's a spectacular case of extreme miniaturization, apparently, according to Mark Schurz, one of the researchers. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you can only get so small. Like, you know, Fantastic Voyage is a load of crap. You can't get that small. It's just not possible physically because of the distance between atoms and all sorts of random stuff. So cell structures can't shrink too much. So, yeah, that's pretty impressive. And you can also see why it would take so long to discover it. Because it's bloody oh, tiny. <laughs> you wouldn't even notice it. Like, yeah, exactly. That's crazy. And if you did see one, you'd think it's a baby. Like, wouldn't you? I guess. I mean, so. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was I, thinking. I, I, I was like, oh, I would, yeah. Okay. No, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, I've got something about a discovery. This is not a new thing, but there's a new twist to it. Mm. So have we talked about um, transparent wood before? Uh, I doesn't it doesn't sound familiar. I it, think we might have. I think I might have, but maybe I just diehard fans it. out there. I know you commit everything to memory. You've probably <laughs> written an intensive notes about our podcast episodes more than we do. Uh, let uh, us know if we're talking about transparent wood. Yeah. So anyway, so this is transparent wood. And so they've worked out how to do this quite a while ago. Um, I'll, I'll tell you how to do it. The, we get to do it ourselves. The standard process of making wood transparent typically involves soaking the wood in a vat of sodium chloride. Yeah, I've got a vat here of that, actually, just, just, just well, so happens. Well, we only use it to, you know, destroy bodies, but yeah. That's right. But you could use it for this as well. Mm. Um, a chemical compound using some bleaches and toothpaste to remove the structural component of the wood called lignin. Lignin is there. Yes. However, it takes a lot of chemicals, produce liquid waste that's tough to recycle, mm. and it weakens the wood, so it makes the wood pretty useless. Yeah, yeah, right? but you've so, got transparent wood, so what do you want? Wood. You can have one or the that other. That was the old thing. Oh, there's a new So way. what they found out, that instead of removing the lignin, yes. they, uh, they, it modifies it. Like, as far as I understand this, it lines it up. You know how crystals line up and, and that sort of thing? It lines it up. Which means the wood is t- transparent. It's a little dim. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Dimmer than glass. Wow. Yeah. But it's transparent is there a and, pic- and it's load bearing. Is there a picture of it? Or is, it, or is this at a microscopic level? Hang on. Is that all wood? That's some standard a block glass of wood. windows like these could once day be replaced. That's glass. Okay. That's glass. Okay. That's the <laughs> only. He just showed me a normal window and then it said one day these could be replaced. So you got to be careful with your captions. Yeah. Uh, so, no, but this is done in a lab situation, I'm oh, guessing. Oh, yeah. Totally in okay. a lab okay. But it's only only recently in the last week or so they've, they've found this new way. Oh. And the thing is, it doesn't destroy the structure of the wood. So it's still load bearing. So you can have a load bearing wall that's transparent portions of it being transparent interesting i look i look forward to hoping to uh, see that one day and then a cricket ball hits that stuff it just bounces off oh, wow. you don't smash wood no apparently not 
I, I, I don't know. I, I'm really excited about this. I, I, t- I don't think I you're t- excited t- enough. I, 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 I'm a little bit tired. And <laughs> it's taken the shine off my excitement. Sorry. Uh, okay. All right. But, but yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Hey, I've uh, been watching some uh, I don't know, Instagram reels as the alternative to TikToks, right? Oh, God. Of course there's an alternative. Well, they've been around for a while, but you just flick through all these videos. But a lot of the videos are TikToks that they've reshared onto Instagram. And only some people are natively using Instagram, which is fine. Have you heard of this guy called Daniel Mac? His account's called It's Daniel Mac. No. And I think this is genius, right? And I thought there was more to this guy, but it's not. It's a super simple concept. He has 72 million likes, five over 6 million fans, and he's the CEO of What Do You Do For A Living, is what it says as his little bio. And I don't know if he makes a lot of money. But a lot of people know who he is. And all his videos, and he's in LA, I want to say, or somewhere around there. Of course he is. He sees a supercar, and he goes up with a video, and he says, Hi, I really like your car. It's Daniel Mac. No, no, he doesn't have to say his name. They all know who he is. He says, Hi, I really like your car. What do you do for a job? And they turn around and go, Oh, hey, you're that guy. Or they'll be, holy shit, there's Daniel Mac. They know who he is, because this guy's been doing it so much. He's got heaps of videos. And he... It, it pops up with what the car is and how much is to buy brand new, pretty much under the bottom. And they just go, oh, I'm an um, IT professional. And he's driving like a $700,000 car. And then they just drive off. And uh, the, I think the most expensive one I saw was a, oh, I can't remember what the car was. It was like $1.9 million worth. Like a Bugatti? Uh, yeah, maybe. V- or Veyron, uh, Veyron, Yeah, maybe. Veyron, maybe. And uh, yeah, and some of these people give the randomest answers. Oh, I'm just a um, school teacher, and you just and like they just drive off. Like that's it. The the interview is like less than thirty seconds. But he'll just go up to him, and go, "Hey, what do you do?" And yeah, some, so he'd have to be in somewhere like Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, and some of the people turn around and go, "I'm a pro baseball player." And he's like, "Oh, cool. Who are you?" Like he doesn't know who they are. And he goes, "Oh, I'm blah blah." And he goes, "Who do you play for?" And he goes, "Oh, oh, sweet, thanks." And they take off. Or I'm. Um, um, Oh, Can what? you imagine the Hamilton version? Of that? <laughs> I want to film the Hamilton version. Oh, I, of that. I don't know because <laughs> you might you might get punched. Well, this <laughs> the, this week a YouTuber or TikToker or or somebody that makes their own content got shot dead in America. Oh shit! Because what? they went to a trampoline place where families are and stuff. And uh, oh, I'd be funny if we uh, film ourselves uh, staging a fake robbery and we'll try and steal the guy's car. And I think he had a knife. Or something, and he ran up, and he got shot dead instantly, and the other guy holding the camera got shot. He survived. But you wouldn't want to do that. There's someone's I mean, trying to carjack you, basically. It's bad enough to do it in the best of times. Like, I wouldn't do it here. You wouldn't do that in the frickin' States. Like, holy crap. So anyway, that happened as well. But uh, yeah, shout out to uh, It's Daniel Mack. They were white, though, right? I don't know. I guess so. I'm going to assume they're white, because black people in the States... Oh, way too smart to oh, do yeah, that yeah. shit. So like, I don't, you know what yeah. I'm saying. So I, I don't know what other weird pranks I've done in the past because I'm assuming because that's yeah, the thing it you, builds up. You got to keep yeah, topping yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then until you top yourself, mm. so to speak. Um, oh yeah. So <laughs> we were just talking about <laughs> just before we got on this. Ah, toilet's just broken. The flashing messages is just broken. Oh, joy, joy, joy. Anyway, we've only got a couple of eight weeks or so left uh, in this place. Damn you, Kim. Um, but, yeah, so I found this right. Well, you, you've seen something similar. The uh, the news that all these landlords are getting rid of tenants now before the new rules set in. 
and the penny drops. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Because, you know... It's because there's going to be a lot more balance and, and it's going to be really hard to get rid of tenants. Uh, you have to have... I've th- been here 11 years, I mean... No, 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 but you have to have three strikes or you have to um, assault the landlord. If you assault the landlord, you get kicked out straight away. The other way is you have to have three strikes, I think it is, go to the tenancy tribunal, then they'll get rid of you. But you have to go through that whole process and a lot of landlords are getting rid of bad tenants. I don't really know what our landlord's doing. I literally think he, I, I think it's just coincidental, to be honest. I think he is actually trying to fix stuff up, possibly without people here. Yeah, I think part of it is that they uh, he can't do a decent lift in the rent. No. And so if he gets rid of us does, and he does some work, he can then put it back on. And for I do want to state that, that yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. I do want to state the work will be all hidden behind panels and stuff and it'll be subpar. Oh, Guaranteed. No doubt. I mean. I don't, oh, anyway, um, anyway, that was probably I, that was going to be a fun little piece, but uh, we, uh, we, yeah, no. Then reality hurt, and we got slightly yeah, depressed. Yeah, Sorry, depressed me on that one. Um, so I, I'm going to go back to the the cops <clears throat> of the state. So you see the U.S. cop who pepper sprayed a handcuffed nine year old who'd been threatened to take her own life because she was apparently resisting arrest. Oh, I I saw a little headline, but I didn't really know what was going on. So basically, the p- parents were worried about her. She she got all upset and she threatened her own life. Nine years old, right? Yeah. Cops come around. They decide they're going to take her away. That's right. Because the house isn't safe. I, I don't know what the family situation was. And they're getting her in the car and she doesn't want to leave her mum. Yeah. And so she's struggling. Yeah. She's nine. So anyway, they put her handcuffs on her. That's right. And they try to put her in the car, and she struggles and won't let them get in the car. Apparently, she kicked one of the officers. Good. Which is probably incidental, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's collateral. Yep. Yeah. Damage. And uh, so, yeah, they went, oh, yeah, look, if you don't do this, we're going to pepper spray you. Okay, all right, pepper sprayed her. And it's just like... Pepper spray's the worst. I, and there were five cops there at the time by of that course. time. Because yeah, yeah, another yeah. Uh, couple more. had turned up. And it's like, dude... If you're a cop and you can't handle a nine-year-old, you uh, shouldn't be a fucking cop. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, I, mean, I don't know. That's I th- a bit weird. I think they could have talked to her. <laughs> yeah, but they just oh, there's also crazy people. Uh, I saw a headline sort of along those veins. Uh, one area, I don't know if it was a whole state or a city, they fully swapped out the police to mental health professionals to deal with mental health issues. And there's been no uh, murders, beatings or anything. Because the re- the actual proper people are going to yeah, the right job. Exactly. This should not have been a police. But we have the same sort of thing here as well. We have the police uh, have to go to a lot of jobs that. Uh, yeah. And they deal with it really well. But um, a lot of mental health jobs where potentially another crowd probably should be going. Yeah. Like it ties them up a lot. If yeah. you uh, yeah more than they, you realize. Do, I think. They, do they get a lot more training here? Uh, I yeah probably. I, I guess. And they probably do because let's we've talked about this before. There's about over eighteen thousand different um, police departments or whatever you call them. Yeah, in the in the state organizations or something. whatever you, they are, it's, and so they're all diff- trained at different levels. They're all trained to shoot well. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, but at least New Zealand, as we've said, is one of the biggest police forces in the world. Yeah, it's uh, consistent training. Hey, talking about shooting well. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I didn't write this down, so I'm just going off the top of my head. I read today that one of the trending to- uh, topics or tools in the world at the moment is software as a service for elite gamers, right? And there's a whole industry being built, just like actual normal athletes have support and all these things. They've got all these companies. And one of the companies, I can't think of the name on top of my head, it helps them shoot better in games. It uses AI and some sort of training thing. And apparently it's skyrocketing. They're making a lot of money and they're teaming up some of the best uh, first-person shooter teams in the world. And it's improving their accuracy. Uh, yeah. And they built businesses just around this eSport. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, that's so cool. You tr- reminded me of something and now I've forgotten it. Old that, age. Because that's the- really cool, yeah. Um, so we're going to say bye-bye to Bezos. He's uh, leaving the role as CEO of uh, Amazon. You heard that this week? Yeah, but if you read... The- He's going to chair the board, so... No, yeah, but he he brought in a guy like four years ago that does day-to-day running. Jeff Bezos doesn't actually do stuff all now. Yeah. It's real weird. Like, I was like, oh, oh, okay. So there's a guy that does the day-to-day operations, and he's the guy that's stepping in now, and Bezos is going to try and fly to the Mars. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Did you see that spitting image with um, Bezos Mm. and um, and, uh, Virgin Branson? Yeah, 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 that's right. And And he's got a giant head, doesn't he? (laughs) And Elon Musk. Yeah, and Elon Musk. That's that's great. If you haven't checked that video out, that's really good. All right, so um, I'm going to say something else, too, about um, this thing in the capital. The – where is it? The U.S. capital. The U.S. capital. So – you know, you you keep hearing about that. You know, that police officer died. Yeah, with the um, uh, yeah, Sicknick, fire extinguisher to the head. So, um, I'm just going to read this out because I didn't realise till the other day how bad it was. So there was 139 police officers injured. Ooh. Over 100 police officers injured. I've quoted this, but today the number was 139, including 15 who were hospitalised. Officers who were not issued helmets suffered brain injuries because, you know, well, you don't need need a helmet. They're only rednecks. Um, One officer has two cracked ribs and two smashed spinal discs. Man. And one officer is losing an eye. Wow. The other was stabbed with a metal fence stake. And there's also been two suicides by capital officers since the attack. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, because so you, you always think, oh, it can't be that bad. It was only one guy hurt. No. <laughs> I mean, no, I was expecting more. Yeah, but, like, the mob was huge. Like, that, Oh, yeah, exactly. In any situation like that, if you're stuck in there, you're, if, yeah. you know I mean? How many got trampled? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and the rioters must have quite a few injuries as well, but I haven't seen much on that. So Yeah, uh, so the local – did you hear that thing about the Munros? Never heard of them before, but local band? Uh, someone oh. stole all their gear. They're a band. Okay, maybe I have heard of them. Oh, I don't know. V- so, vaguely. So all their band gear was stored in a trailer in a storage unit somewhere at Tirapa. I'm thinking one, the one around the corner from your work, maybe. Oh, yeah, And yeah. Uh, anyway, it got stolen, and they put up a big reward, and they put it everywhere, like, well done at hammering social media and papers and everything. Oh, good on And they're like, we can't work. We have no gear. Uh, and then it was uh, two weeks later? Some dude, some farmer was like, oh, I found all your stuff. It was all in its cases, pulled out of the trailer, dumped on a farm property. Uh, they kept the laptop and the iPad and left everything else. And they, 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 they took the trailer. Yeah, that's what they were after. They wanted the trailer. They the trailer. Yeah, yeah, the trailer's gone. But uh, and it was like $100,000 worth of gear, 
all in all in its proper cases and stuff and it was all good and they were like oh we think it got too hot for them to offload anywhere um because we did all the social media actually talking about that that woman that you saw that woman uh end of december got her motorbike stolen in hamilton did we talk about that uh don't recall so this woman uh <clears throat> she uh she went through all sorts of troubles with her life she has uh some sort of health condition her son went oh, through yeah, something you did mention that yeah, yeah yeah and they got stolen right and they like her motorbike broke down in hamilton she walked to the motorbike store to get some part which she knew what it was come back and these guys had wheeled off this guy and this woman had wheeled off with this really uh not common motorbike it's a yellow aprilla and uh so it was all good and a post was going around facebook again just this week and somebody goes wasn't this the thing the other day she goes look yep it was this is my pride and joy it's for my mental health and this and blah 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 i want it back i just don't care i just want it back the part that they need to fix it is not in the country every single importer every single motorcycle shop every single person in the motorbike community in new zealand and overseas knows about the spike they cannot get it to go without this part uh which is very specialized for that one bike i just want it back so uh it was real interesting this one guy was asking really detailed questions and i was like i can't work out if you're a private investigator or what your deal is but he wanted to know heaps of random specifics about it but yeah so anyway that happened uh i've got some more things here uh facebook uh, conveniently announced straight after Twitter acquired a huge newsletter company called Review. Facebook was like, oh, we, we, we're probably going to bring out a newsletter service soon because uh, apparently newsletters are a big thing. And then Facebook is sort of like, oh, I think we might buy Clubhouse. Uh, I saw an email. This guy was saying, look, I'm getting rid of uh, Facebook, and um, which is cool, and I'm not using anything Facebook runs, which is Instagram, WhatsApp, and Messenger. But can they just stop buying things? Like, they're just... Because we know what they do. They buy something and then they start harvesting user data. Yeah. But talking about Clubhouse, uh, they use IDs which increment one by one every time someone newly registers. Uh, So they have... This was a couple of days ago. Over 6 million registered users ready to go. And they're gaining over 20,000 users per hour currently. From an invite only. Because everybody who gets an invite gets three invites. Yeah, which is the Gmail. Yeah, yeah. How Gmail yeah. was back in the day. I remember getting invites and giving invites for that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, it's, it's the way to do it. Um, so I, it, part of that webinar I was just listening to is just talking about that because the chick was saying, Shay Rowbottom, who I f- follow from the States, she. Um, is that her name? That's her name. Okay, just checking. Shay is her first name, yeah. Rowbottom is her second name. My I'm dad t- used to work with a guy called Longbottom. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and she's a big on LinkedIn. And so she says, in her estimation, she likes LinkedIn because it's professional and you just have a higher class of people sort of interacting with. And and you get a lot more help. If you ask for help on LinkedIn, you tend to get help. I believe that. Um, And she said, from her experience so far, Clubhouse is very much similar. But I suppose that depends what rooms you go in, you know? Uh, yeah, I read somewhere. So Gary V did a thing and he said everybody trashed Twitter, everybody trashed Instagram, everybody trashed whatever, and they're trashing Clubhouse and saying it's not going to work. Let's see, because all these other things are working. Uh, but I did see something else where someone said, look, it's all well and good. It just depends on how they deal with all the racists and all the random people and if that becomes a thing. When yeah, it's all open you, and yeah. anyone can join. 
Yeah. I don't know how... But I, I think you can control rooms. Yeah, I and, know. I think you yeah. can, but if there's rooms that aren't controlled and people show objectionable material or something weird, I don't know. There's going to have to yeah, be some good know. checks and balances. And I'm still not 100% sure on the audio only. Like, yeah, you I'm, can hear stuff, but you can't Oh, yeah, that's true, it. yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Um, I think sorry. I. Uh, it's probably one I'm, of the I'm more. Wait, I'm waiting for my uh, invite to come along, which I'm sure I'll get one after the Android app comes. Oh, out, I think on still- their website or on the description for the link share, it does say we know Android is coming soon. Like, yeah, yeah, we understand. I, I heard it was like only weeks away, matter of weeks. So we will yeah, see we'll because see. you know it, all sorts of randoms will be on there compared to the. Um, to the uh, U.S. capital stuff, our political things <laughs> are much more amusing, don't you think? Wabiri Waititi got ejected from Parliament the other day. You oh, know, did he? Do you know why? Uh, it's the guy uh, with a full uh, face moko. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think I do know why because I saw a headline and he said something like the tie is a Pakiha construct or something, and I didn't yeah. know. He uh, refuses to wear a tie. But he's got this really intricate, re- quite nice. Um, what Carving. do they call it? I don't There's know a, what the actual a manaya, term is. A manaya, I think, something manaya like that. Manaya sounds good. Yeah, and it's it's very cool, and I don't see why... It's weird, though, eh, because, like, on one hand... Like, no, it's just because they've got weird rules. If you go on the Parliament tour, they bring in the frickin' scepter, the thing, and they've got to do all this random stuff. Like, it's really weird to watch, and they're just like, this is tradition. It's just tradition. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, but... If they need to got, move forward. Like, yeah, if you've got somebody of another culture in there, you they have their traditions. Yeah. You've got to respect. So, that. so who's in charge of all the Speaker of the House, or is it like a select committee, or what do they have to do? I don't know because it, it doesn't seem like a big thing. It doesn't thing. actually like, say that here. So, is, is he uh, not? Oh, sorry, it was a Tonga around his neck. Yeah, yeah. Is that not just treasure, Tonga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I okay. think so. So, I think Manaya is another word for that. That actual design. All right. Da, 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 da. So will he have to? Will he not? They, he must be allowed in, or not? Like if he doesn't wear a tie, will they go? No. I do like his quote. That is not part of my culture. Ties, and it's forcing the indigenous people into wearing what I describe as a colonial noose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Let's, let's call them colonial noose. I think I did call it a corporate noose at one time. I used to wear a tie, um, but yeah, there you go. So um, what's the deal, though? Well, is he allowed he, he, uh, uh, we'll he, he's this. saying, I will wear a tie when I want to wear a tie, but I will not be forced to wear it. I will not be forced to wear be wearing anything I shouldn't be wearing. Da-da-da-da-da. Okay. So in protest, I guess he's not going to do uh, go in. And, hey, I, I agree with him 100%. That's oh, well, just well, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see how uh, we'll see if there's any follow-ups, and we'll let you know. We're coming to the end, Chris. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think that is pretty much all I had. So, what do we got coming up? Oh, I have signed up for another month or whatever of uh, improv starting oh, a couple of weeks. Twenty uh, second of February or something like that. I, I so, it's you, uh, Monday nights. Yep. You did two lots last time. Yep. As so like I, the next I've level done, again. So I did intro to improv, and then I did improv on stage, which culminates in that stage show. Yes. And it's another improv on stage. But he said we'll be doing a few different things as well. As, oh, right. So, so you don't... Building uh, on it. Oh, okay. And but, then we'll have another stage show. But it'll be interesting to see if it's uh, how many are the same people and yeah, or yeah. complete newbies or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I just really enjoyed it. It's a bit more expensive now. It's gone up in price because it was successful, I think. 
Yeah, um, I mean, it, why not? It's good cool. on them. It's good. Um, so, yeah. So Oh, and he's got a show. I bought a ticket for it at the uh, Meteor. Yeah. It's called the the Museum of Today. And oh, it's right. just him. Oh, okay. Um, and it's uh, Sunday evening at 6.30. Oh, very Sunday cool. evening, uh, one, one Sunday, I've, I've got it in my diary. But, yeah, so that should be quite good. So I will give that shout-out. The Museum of Today, um, Jim Fishwick. That's his name. At the uh, Medial. Uh, if you get the chance, if you're so inclined, do go along, support him. He's very clever. It's, he's good. He's really good. He's, like, world-class good. Um, so, yeah, um, so I'm going to be going along and having a look at that too. Awesome that's, stuff. That's, that's just 15 bucks, unless you're a student, it's 10. Ah, so there you go. Bloody students. Get everything. <laughs> okay, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.